Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello. You're listening to BFN. This is the podcast about infertility, IVF, and the trial of trying for a baby. I'm Gabby. And I'm Emma. And we're both card-carrying members of the Infertility Club. Briefly, for one special episode, because oh, yeah. it's Fertility Week. It is Fertility Week in the UK. That in is. the UK, indeed. Um, and what better way of marking it than a special episode of BFN? Exactly. I know mm-hmm. you were all hoping it would happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, we've got a little special because, um, well, there were a few storylines that have not been resolved yet. There are. And um, we've had a lot of we've had a lot of letters. Letters. We haven't letters. had any letters actually. Misses. No one's ever written to us. How With uh, wax sealed yes. envelopes. They arrived via carrier pigeon. Oh my god! Do you know what happened to me yesterday? What? A bird flew into one of our windows and died. No. I literally felt like a terrible person for like hours afterwards. Well, well it's not your fault, I guess. Yeah, it flew into the window, fell onto the conservatory and then was like flapping about. And I was like, oh no, it's broken its wing. We need to rescue it. And then John picked it up and like took it. He was going to like take it to the end of the garden just to see what would happen. Mm. And it, it died in his arms. Oh my God, I that's know. a tragedy. Which makes me think, did we give it a heart attack? Uh, but I guess that's a better way of going than like mm, not being yeah, able to fly. Maybe. It was mm. probably beyond repair. Yeah, it was a turtle dove. Oh, that's... Oh, Wait, was no. it a turtle dove? No, it wasn't a turtle dove. It was a collared dove. I can't believe you know the difference. Well, turtle doves are really rare, so that would have been really awful. Right, okay. But well, collared doves... All birds' <laughs> lives are equal, though, Emma. Yeah, they are. And I felt horrible. It was a horrible thing. But... You need to get one of those, um, you know, those little bird pictures in an oval that people have on the window that stops them flying into the windows. <laughs> oh. I didn't know about those. Yeah, because they see another bird and they're like, oh, I'm not going over there. Flying into that trap, sucker. (laughs) Anyway, you know the ending of that story. Um, We do digress. Yes, we haven't had any letters, but we have had emails and messages about Liz and Nick. Yes, we have. Um, The lovely Liz and Nick who have been generously sharing their story with us for some time now. Mm -hmm. And um, 
And yeah, so we have an update. We do have an update. Um, so it's just me chatting to the pair of them, which is yeah. really nice. I had a lovely chat. Um, but um, it's, you know, we're, we're talking about what's happened in their story. Um, one of the things that has happened in their story is that there is a pregnancy test and we hear about the results of a pregnancy test. So if you don't think that this is something you can listen to, please don't listen to it. Um, you have been warned. This is a trigger warning. Obviously, if you do feel robust enough, um, yeah. it's always uh, it's good to hear, to hear more from those two. So Yeah, exactly. We've done it in traditional BFN style. We've got the audio um, diary from the pair of them. Yeah, you did a little chat afterwards then, didn't you? Yeah, and then I did a little chat with them. And um, yeah, it was just, it was very nice to catch up with them. Yes, it always is. It always Mm -hmm. is. Um, So guys, enjoy. We will um, have another special. Yes, we will. At some point in the near future before coming back properly, probably, yeah. Are we going to give a date? Uh, Sometime around December. Yeah, I was going to say December. (laughs) Emma will shoot me for telling people. Um, <laughs> no, so yeah, December. we'll be back in December. And you know what? December's not that far away. It really isn't. Oh my God. This year <laughs> is flying by. Um, so so do enjoy, guys. And yeah. obviously, uh, if you want to speak to us, we're always here. We are. And if you miss us, you can always pre-order our book. It's coming out in January. <laughs> you can. You, you surely can. Um <laughs> But you can also uh, get in touch with us via the social medias. Yes, you can on Instagram. At Big Fat Negative. On Twitter. At Big Fat Negative. Uh, via email. Big Fat Negative Podcast at gmail.com. Is that it? Or you could sign up to our newsletter, The Waiting Room, which is coming out every week. Yes, on a Tuesday. Um, and that's uh, you can find at bigfatnegative.com. Yes, indeed. Um, Please enjoy this episode. Enjoy, guys. Hey, listen, Nick. Hey. Hello. Hey, it feels like a long time. It has been a long time, yes. A very long time, yeah. Um, so, like, obviously we're going to listen to your two-week wait journey. You are. Because you did finally get a transfer, didn't you? We did. <laughs> we did. After a very long time. Yeah. So can we just very quickly catch up on sure. your your journey so okay. far? Um, in, from, from the start? Yeah. So to start at the very beginning. Oh, sorry. And then, from but marriage. just like, <laughs> we met. Yeah. Um, no. I was born. <laughs> so you started, you started trying for a baby in? 2015. 2015. So we got married in the September. Um, and... Yeah, I thought that there was something wrong. You were in denial. Yeah, but you thought there was something wrong really like two months in. Women's instinct. Yeah, yes. I did the same thing. I was, I was um, Okay, so then anyway. then you started treatment in... 2018. Yeah, and, we were the test in 2017, wasn't it? Yeah, started treatment in 2018. Found out about my cervical issues. Mm-hmm. So you, um, did you get, did you have a diagnosis? Well, it was more to do with um, my LETS procedure and where they'd taken the um, cells from than anything else. Okay. Um, So we transferred finally after surgery in January 2019. Yes. 
which wasn't successful. And that, so you'd, you'd actually only got one embryo. We'd only you? got one embryo. Yeah, we had four eggs, one embryo. Yeah. Then um, I extreme dieted for the NHS. Yeah, good old yeah. NHS. They yeah. just want you to be healthy, Liz. I, well, this is extreme true. dieting healthy. No, extreme dieting healthy. Well, we thought we'd close that door anyway, haven't we, by going private first. Yeah, that's true. So it was a nice surprise to get some. Um, and then we had two rounds with them. Although one was no eggs, ended up with no eggs, and one was zero fertilization. Yeah, four eggs, right. but no fertilization. Yeah, so yeah. that um, was a bit of a bust. Mm-hmm. Then we spent a long time trying to decide if we wanted to go and do IVF again mm-hmm. and how that would look for us. And we made the decision to um, focus on uh, getting a donor, an egg donor from mm-hmm. some advice from our consultant yeah because you considered it just going straight for adoption right we did yeah because I think we were both exhausted to be honest yeah, which is fair um then we spent a long time found our donor really happy mm-hmm. went to um did a round went to transfer my cervix had closed up again mm-hmm. um this was mid-pandemic so we were having to wait to get some sort of surgery for to resolve that, which came about in April of this year. Uh-huh. Um, in between all of that, we found out that there were um, some medical um, things with our donor that we weren't aware of. Okay. So we ended up keeping our existing embryo from our first donor in the freezer and selecting a second donor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally in June, we managed to do a round of IVF. Wow. Full round. A full round. A full round. So you. Yeah. All bells and whistles. Yep. You got some embryos. We did. Yeah. So we had, this was with the new donor. So we, we basically decided that we wanted to go for a fresh transfer or as fresh as you can get with a donor, uh-huh. which is something that we'd never had before. We'd always okay. had frozen transfers. Yeah. So we had eight eggs from the donor mm-hmm. um, and ended up with one embryo. One embryo. And then you did your transfer in? In the end of June, 2021. Okay. Right. So, so yeah. you have been... <laughs> <laughs> admirably quiet on social media about this but you so you did your transfer at the end of June 2021 I did um let's listen to what happened okay hello it's me Nick I am currently outside uh the fertility clinic uh and I've been asked by Liz who is currently inside said clinic if I want to do a record Uh, Currently, the reason why we are at the clinic is because hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, Liz is going to have um, an embryo transfer this very afternoon. Uh, We had a cool first thing this morning saying um, our one embryo had... uh, reached the um, day five blastocyst and um, it was good for a fresh transfer today. Um, Obviously we've been in this position before so I'm a bit nervous and I'm hopefully um, I might be interrupted at any minute 
with the clinic asking whether I confirm that the embryo can be used. Um, fingers crossed it all go to plan and we um, can enjoy the, enjoy the day and start our two-week wait. This is the good thing about the start of the two-week wait is you don't have to stress over it too much, I say. Touch words. Uh, we just want to get into business where uh, the transfer happens. We don't want any more unpleasant surprises. So, do you want to tell everyone where we are and what's just happened? We're in our garden and we just had a McDonald's. Is that what you mean? Why have we had a McDonald's? Because we've successfully transferred. Yay! Funds over to another account. <laughs> oh, I mean, I think we've already given enough funds to the other account, haven't we? So, yeah, we've had a, finally had a successful embryo transfer. I've, you know, already said it to a couple of friends. I just feel very, um, I don't know. I don't really know how I feel. I think relief is my overwhel- was my overarching feeling coming out of that, definitely. Um, but actually, it went really well. My favourite consultant was there and she was amazing and she did all the did the transfer and everything she knows exactly where she's going and it was just brilliant it was a real relief actually to see her there so sorry there's some horny pigeons doing some flapping um yeah it was a real relief to see her there and and to have that kind of reassurance really um and just she's really in our corner i think so that's always really helpful um but yeah, now it begins. So uh, it's now Saturday. I had the transfer on Wednesday. So is that four days? I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm okay. I am like trying not to kind of be in my head. Um, for the first couple of days I was pretty, I was quite numb to be honest, I didn't really sort of think about it at all. Um, obviously did some googling because, you know, who doesn't, um, I think it's like standard practice and, um, from what I read, it's like the decision is basically already been made, um, as to whether or not it's... <laughs> sticking around or not so which feels a bit weird um but it it then makes like the cramping and stuff easier to uh, identify as just being side effects from like the progesterone and stuff so um I think like when I think it must have been when Emma was going through this, actually, with um, Noah, that she said to me that somebody had said to her, it's side effects, not symptoms. And that really helped her to be able to kind of not keep second-guessing what was going on in her body. Um, And I tried, I did it the first time round, 
And it did actually really help me to just switch off from it and not be constantly thinking, oh God, that twinge, that this, what, that, that, you know, that, that, does that mean it's working or, you know, or not working? So, yeah, it's, I'm coping, I think. Um, We're going away next week, which is, which is good. I think it's going to help. But I'm, I'm fine. I'm mainly just experiencing sort of these side effects. So cramping. Um, I've got a headache at the moment, which is fun. Just trying not to overthink about it, which is really hard. So it's Friday. And uh, we've come to West Wales for a few days. Which... It's like been a huge distraction, um, and it's been really great. And there's like limited phone signal here, so it's been really nice to kind of switch off and uh, just enjoy the outdoors. I guess it's weird because I can't remember if we said, but we had to buy. I say we had to. We elected to buy our pregnancy test on Amazon because. Neither of us could bear the thought of going into the shop and picking it up. Um, So we bought it with us because we test in like two days, less than two days now. And um, I have to keep stopping myself from daydreaming, from getting too far ahead of myself because I think this time... Like, I just, I can't, I can't imagine it being a no. I can, like, the 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 imagery of it being positive is, is stronger. And I know that when it is a no, if it is a no, then that will just really devastate me. So it's official test day. And um, we actually managed to last till, I mean, I say it's like a decent time in the morning, but it's not really, it's like half five. Um, I couldn't, I wasn't brave enough, like Emma and Gary, to do a sort of in real time test. um, Because I just didn't know what the outcome was going to be. Sorry, Nick's like gesticulating at me because I'm trying to, I'm trying to like drag it out for, you know, effect. But anyway... Um, you could probably hear it from our voices that, um, yeah, fuck, we just got our first ever fucking positive <laughs> pregnancy <laughs> test. Um, shit. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> um, obviously, we know it's this is like the first step and there's no guarantees from here on in, but oh my God, I can't believe we've, I can't believe we've, we've got to this point, like after all this time. Um, so yeah, uh, guess we'll see what happens next. Uh, mate. Yeah. Wow. Fuck. Was there a drum roll? (laughs) I mean, there should have been. (laughs) Did it feel like there was a drum roll? In my head there was. (laughs) Yeah. While you were waiting for that test to change. It was, yeah, it was, I mean, we were both pretty 
certain that life was just going to go back to normal, weren't we? Yeah, I think it was taking the test, just felt, oh, we need to do this. Yeah. back to normal take the box back to normal I think the thing that really struck me was just how numb you sound all the way through yeah. you're just like yeah yeah there was no you always imagine you're just going to be jumping for joy yeah when you see the two lines but yeah. it's just really I can't believe it yeah I've, and also being part of this community you are very aware of all of the scenarios that could occur after yeah. seeing those two lines. Mm-hmm. So that's always kind of in the back of your mind as well. Did you? So how long of how long did you have the bliss for? Oh, I don't even think I did. To be honest, no. <laughs> you just went straight for <laughs> the anxiety. I always look for you for guidance. I was like, oh, I better not be too excited. <laughs> like looking at yeah. an air hostess yeah. on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> I think because I rang the clinic to let them know about our result. And what did you say to me? I, I, if I, you left the message, and I, if I was on the other end of that, I'd assume it was bad news. So <laughs> I took the test, um, just ringing to let you know the results. <laughs> just, just uh, I'll, I'll, I'll call you back another time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's very very odd feeling after you've waited so long for something to happen for yeah. it then to happen yeah. I I think my first thought like genuinely one of my first thoughts when I first got my positive test was I'm not ready for this mm, mm. no I think that's right I think that's right you've spent so long like man, trying to will it into being and then when it happens you're like oh god <laughs> yeah <laughs> so how, we're talking mid-October and we are. how's it been so so you're you must be around 20 weeks no yeah so 18 weeks at 18 the moment weeks. yeah mental and how many scans have you had do you know I've been really good I've been really good I've only had the ones that have been offered to me wow that is yeah. impressive but then I only took one test True. You know, like everybody yeah. was like, "How many millions of tests did you take?" I was like, "One." Yeah, because I, I can't. Two. I couldn't. I can't bear it. I can't. I couldn't. We yeah, we got close, didn't we? We almost took another test. Yeah, yeah. Because you were very hyper aware of how you were feeling. Is this? Do I feel pregnant? Mm, mm, mm. And you're you're still on medication as well, so you're very you know conscious of the fact that anything you're feeling could be related to the to the meds. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel it's a stupid question do you feel like your infertility has affected your experience of pregnancy and if so how (laughs) yeah I mean I still don't believe it's real yeah at all have Um, you bought anything for the baby yet no not 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 a thing not a thing um and, you know, we were just speaking before now, but Nick's got quite a big assessment coming up in November. So in my brain, I'm like, we cannot do anything before that date. Right. And then right. I'll probably push it to Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we always said after Christmas was probably the... So, yeah, I'm kind of not really worrying about anything practical or even thinking about not worrying, but thinking about anything practical because that also puts off like acknowledging or accepting that it's actually happening. Yeah, it's 
I think um, I, I went to a therapist when I was pregnant because I just couldn't, like I was like you, I just couldn't accept that it was happening. Mm. And I found it very difficult. And um, she said, it's great that humans have nine months to get used to the idea. I think that's very true, especially especially for us. Because I think you, you us as in the community, because mm-hmm. like you say, you just, you go through so much and you're constantly faced with bad news. So, yeah. you know, a friend of mine, Caitlin, you know, she's in a similar position to us. And speaking with her, she has had an also a very similar experience. Okay. In that she's not been able to process the fact that it's actually happening. Mm-hmm. So it seems to be a bit of a common theme, which is so sad because we want it so badly. Infertility just robs you of any any like ability to enjoy yeah pregnancy it definitely does and I think in terms of um you know just in terms of being able to embrace it Mm -hmm. you just can't it's hard because are you are you having moments of joy and moments of like how lucky am I I think we are having we talk about it more positively yeah now yeah yeah than we did right at the start. I think you just didn't dare have that conversation, have discussion no. about names and stuff. Yeah, because you, as I said before, you kind of just have that awareness of things that can go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when, when we told people, because we told family, and in the back of my head, the first thing I, the, 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 the first thought that came to, to mind was, why are you telling these people? Because you're only going to have to let them down when it goes wrong. Yeah. Which I suspect I would not, the thoughts that I wouldn't have if I hadn't been through what I've been, what we've been through. Yeah. It's funny though, isn't it? Cause I like, I feel like we've got to know each other quite well over the last few years. Mm. And I feel like you're quite an optimistic person generally. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the pessimist in this relationship. <laughs> but actually, in this scenario, you're more optimistic than I am. We're complete role reversal, aren't we? I just can't wait for March to come around. <laughs> I have no... I now. I know. I just... Is it March that you're due? Yes. Oh, March is the best month to be born in. Yeah. It's, um, After September. After <laughs> <laughs> um, September. Have you found yourself, found yourself really scrutinising your own body massively? Yes. Yeah, and I think I don't know if it's it's even more so um, because being plus size. Okay. So that comes with its own, you know, host of um, not issues, but you know, things like maternity clothes are not as readily available. Okay. And I think my body is looking more like I've eaten a lot of cake. <laughs> Than anything else. Like my fair. body. <laughs> um, to be fair, mine, mine did until I was about 38 weeks. Yeah, it's very, I, I guess you, again, you have this sort of like idealist view of what your yeah. body is going to do. Yeah. And that doesn't come to fruition either. So I think a lot of, you know, a lot of the things that we imagine and think about before we get to this point, mm-hmm. if, you know, it's, 
very kind of idealist and the reality is very different I do think it's worth pointing out that most people don't get you know a real kind of bump like you imagine until Mm. they're in well into their third trimester yeah yeah you think you're gonna get it and then you walk like I remember going to um to scans and feeling really self-conscious that I didn't have a bump yeah no I think that's yeah I I even now you know I, I bought a pair of um you know jeans and things and I felt so aware mm-hmm. that I was like this imposter buying these jeans and that people would look at me and go, she doesn't need those jeans. Ridiculous. It's- yeah. I remember going to that restaurant with friends and... Jen and Gav. I didn't know if I should name them. You Hello. can, yeah. <laughs> and... I think it was Jen that mentioned it to the waiter, like you couldn't have enjoy the steak because you need to have it well done because you were pregnant. And I could see your face and you were you just weren't happy that it was sort of said out loud. Or said I, to someone else. Well it wasn't that I wasn't happy. I think I just wasn't it, it, I hadn't heard someone else say yeah. it out loud. I hadn't heard myself say it out loud. Mm-hmm. So to hear someone else say it out loud was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, actually, she's also, right. Also, Sometimes it's quite validating to hear that from someone else's mouth. Yeah, and, you know, to, to be fair, it's, you know, it was needed to be said. Mm. And I was glad she'd said it and it wasn't me. Because um, have we got to the 12-week scan by then? no. No, and that, you know, it's been really strange because, so one of the reasons that we decided not to say anything uh, on social media, aside from the podcast, is that my sister had a baby. Mm -hmm. And we'd made the decision not to share with anybody, no family members at all, because we wanted to make sure that my sister you know, had the experience that she should have had. Yeah. Had she not had an infertile sister. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we didn't want anything to do with our experience to take away any of her joy or anyone else's joy. So either positive or negative. Either, or... Yeah. Either we, we didn't, you know, we wanted the focus to be on them and we wanted to make sure that they got the support that they needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have Jen by my side knowing at that early stage and almost advocating for me in that scenario was, as you say, was really, was validating, but I didn't quite recognize it at the time. Right. It's such a hard, it's such a hard time because you feel like you've gone up to the next level. Like if you're playing the great game of TTC, Mm. you're at the next level. Mm. But like, I think when I, when I got my positive test I thought oh I've won Mm. but you you haven't won because it's just like absolute psychological minefield to wade through yeah oh and you you almost feel like you're prepared for it because of you know of having done you know however many rounds of IVF and having to dealt with so many scenarios to do to do with all of that yeah but it, it's, yeah, it's a whole nother mindfuck. I remember getting to the, just before we had the six-week scan, but absolutely sick, physically sick going into that because I was convinced it 
yeah. it wouldn't have got any further. Mm, mm, and then you yeah. have to wait for the 12 week scan. Mm. You have to wait for 20 week scan. It's all going to be. Mm. Yeah, I didn't wait for that, those scans. I just <laughs> paid for other ones. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's very hard, but it's also, mate, so exciting. Yeah. Are you, Thank you. Are you both so excited? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I get my moments. I do get, I do get my moments. <laughs> I, I definitely feel as that as my pregnancy progressed, I was able to be more excited. Yeah, I mean, we've got our twenty week scan in a couple of weeks, um, and so I'm hoping that that next milestone with will help me to feel a bit more comfortable. Yeah, um, and you know, all the support that we've had so far from medical professionals has has been really really great mm-hmm. um but it doesn't stop me feeling like an imposter when I walk into the room <laughs> yeah I can I can absolutely I remember it so well mm. it was it's it's really hard um and the other thing was that you know during my pregnancy I was convinced that I was going to find giving birth really easy because I was really badass about pain mm. because of <laughs> because of all the painful procedures I've been through it turns out that's not true I mean, I have to confess that the thought of giving birth really freaks me out. It's, it's, it, I mean, it's not very easy. Yeah, so, I mean... Something to look forward to. Uh, exactly, exactly. I'll be at the window outside so I won't be allowed in. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Because you think, crying out loud, you want this to happen. You've been yeah. trying for this for so long. What is wrong yeah. with you? Yeah, but you never think about giving birth. The whole focus of them... with with fertility treatment or certainly for me was um on getting pregnant yeah that's I true. never thought about the baby bit no no oh. like a, a colleague at work said to me the other day oh do you feel like you've been pregnant forever and I was like I'm not even convinced that I am pregnant <laughs> so ask me again when I've just when I've managed to process it because <laughs> yeah yeah like you say you know it's it's about getting those two lines and then yeah the six weeks you know down. I hadn't even considered what happened after that yeah the, the next bit seems just so so distant mm. it's mm. not worth thinking about yeah exactly well look I am over the moon for the pair of you and I'm pretty sure everyone will be because we've been getting emails fairly non-stop going are you gonna let us know what happened with Liz and Nick what happened with Liz and Nick <laughs> <laughs> so um, oh, I think that's sweet I think that's sweet for all our listeners when I say congratulations thank, thank you. you um we're just we're so pleased and that was me talking for Gabby as well oh thank you both and Uh, thank you for allowing us to keep sharing yeah Yeah, well look any updates we'll obviously share with everyone share it with the little fox cub one day yeah the little fox cub I'm so excited (laughs) I can't wait to meet it and if it's not called Emma I'll be really upset hey Gabs well huh how are you feeling after that uh pretty emotional yeah yep uh that's big news that right uh big big news news. i feel like those who have been through one of the longest journeys of anyone i know yeah it's been a tough one one of the hardest certainly so many ups and downs and yeah. like false starts and yeah I mean I would say mainly downs yeah yeah and then I'm one big up so very very pleased that they've caught a break 
Yeah, massively. So yeah. I'm sure you're all the same. And if you found that hard, um, then I'm sorry. And um, yeah, look after yourself. Absolutely. Um, we'll see you guys again soon. We will see you again in December. Yeah. Um, have a great month and a bit. Yeah, love you guys. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.